Hey guys, I am Courtney Sinters, and this is the Entrusted by Him podcast. In 2 Timothy 1.14, it says, By the Holy Spirit who dwells within us, guard the good deposit entrusted to you. So I am so overjoyed that you are listening in today, because in this podcast, we will cover all of the things God has entrusted us with as Christians and how to stay focused on what matters most by guarding those good deposits with the power of the Holy Spirit and through sanctification, all for the glory of His kingdom. Here's today's episode. Hey guys, I'm Courtney Centers. Uh, this is the first ever episode of Entrusted by Him podcast, you guys. Um, I don't even, like, the joy in my heart right now, you don't even understand. Um, God is so good. He's so good. Um, and just being completely transparent, this podcast is just being obedient to something he has put on my heart. I was terrified, um, but we're here and he's so faithful and he's walked me through it. And, um, it has been on my heart for a very, very long time. (laughs) So, um, I want to get into the first episode by telling you all about the glory of God and all about his provision, um, and my testimony and what he has uh, done in my life. So, um, naturally growing up, I was a rule follower. Um, I always believed in God because I was told to, right? But I had a lot of things wrong with me, guys. I, I am still a sinner now and I'm still broken, but then I was so lost. I thought that to be joyful, uh, that meant that I did what I wanted to do when I wanted to do it. And, you know, I had like this, uh, thought in the back of my mind at all times. What if God wanted me to do something I didn't want to do? So I was scared to ask God to save me because I didn't want to commit to obedience. Um, But holy moly, my heart was upside down. And so kind of fast forwarding a little bit, I, I grew up in a Southern Baptist church where literally fell asleep almost every Sunday in church. And my great grandma would say, wake up, Courtney, you ought to be ashamed of yourself. And if you grew up in the South, you know that phrase. Um, Or she would do something like give me a lifesaver mint or caramel candy to stay awake. And so um, just certain things that I grew up around and, and my upbringing kind of led me to in the very beginning thinking that um, being a Christian meant to do all the right things. Um, And now I know that's not the case. I grew up with my mother taking me to this church um, every Sunday. And I could see her, um, her love, like her heart. I could see Jesus written all over that. And um, that was just so mind-blowing to me to watch her love people. Um, Her generosity and the way that she loves people is just so special. Not anything like I had ever seen uh, in anybody before. And I just... I wanted a heart like that. I wanted, um, I wanted God to give me a heart like that. Um, ultimately I seen that I was idolizing her heart in the way she was, 
when, um, you know, I needed to be focusing on God and his heart, but it was a very, very good uh, foundation in my life to, uh, have as a starting point to get to know God's character. Um, so I got curious more and more as time went on and, and I just began to ask God to really reveal himself to me. And so, um, I started being very diligent about going to church, very intentional about it. And I would go to church when no one else would attend in my house. Um, I wanted to know him like so deep. I wanted to know him. Um, but I'm going to tell you, friends, all of that was worth nothing because I didn't have him yet. All I had was religion. And kind of what I mean by that is I would go to church every Sunday check that off the, the list. I would read scripture, check that off the list. I would essentially choose the right choice and do something, check that off the list. All these things, I would sing in the youth group, check that off the list. All these things I was I was doing, I was checking it off the list as in, hey, I'm a good person. Um, I'm doing all the right things, but I just was still not getting the heart of God. So um, I really, after much prayer and just intentional uh, prayer. Hey God, I want to know you. I want you to, you know, be the savior of my life. Well, you know, he, he quickly showed me that I just needed to ask him to, um, to save me, to save my soul, to be the, um, the leader of my life and to give my life over to him so that I could ultimately follow him in everything. So I began to see who he really was in that. And with his grace and mercy and unconditional love, y'all, he saved me. Uh, I began to see who he was by making certain choices in high school. Um, You know, I was always that good girl, that typical good girl. I was the rule follower. I had good grades. Um, I did sports. I... I even played the flute. <laughs> I did all these things um, to, you know, and this was after I got saved, um, to try to measure up. But God really, really kept just working his way in my heart and in my eyes and showing me, beginning to open my spiritual eyes, that I didn't have to do any of that stuff to be good to him. I didn't have to do any of that stuff to get his love. Um I just wanted, he just wanted my heart, my commitment, my obedience, um, and for me to fully say, hey God, I'm going to do what you want me to do when you want me to do it. That, um, that thought that I had always had, it quickly changed, it, it quickly turned around and changed when I accepted him as my Lord and Savior, and I was like, God, I am yours, and so that is how I know Y'all, God is so faithful. He's so good. Um, I was saved when I was 16 um, at a church in Virginia Beach called Wave Church. Uh, while I was and my aunt and their two little girls at the time. Uh, almost 13 years following the Lord. And I seriously, I still cannot believe um, how God has changed me. And so I kind of gave you a snip clip it of my life. But what I didn't tell you was the list of struggles that I have dealt with throughout the entire time of just asking God to like save me and be a part of my life and 
that's where I had it wrong. I didn't need God to be a part of my life. Uh, I needed God to be my life. And when I finally got that, so many of my struggles started to come out and make sense. And I was able to get to know who he was truly. So some of those struggles that I had was I was too nice or too passive. Um, I struggled with isolation such as I tend to be an isolating person. I tend to isolate myself when I'm uncomfortable. Um, I kind of shut down. Um, I struggled with forgiveness, um, which you can, in a second, you can probably see why. Um, I struggle with not being seen or fully known. And let me pause. God fully sees me and he fully knows me, you guys. He knows me better than I know myself. Um, so I grew up in quite a few homes. We moved around a lot. Um, my parents were divorced. I actually went to, I think it was like when I counted like 17 different elementary schools, um, which I don't think is a, I'm not counting that as a bad thing. I learned so much through that. So I'm thankful for everything that God's allowed in my life. Um, going through difficult times in that though, like with divorced parents, to the point where, you know, we needed to meet at a police station to be exchanged. Um, and so just dealing with that, um, I was sexually abused, um, from someone in my, uh, family, um, from the time that I was five to the time that I was 14 years of age. Um, and so it was a struggle in that alone, but after that, it, the reason it stopped is because I spoke up and after that, um, it was really rough. I, most of the people that I told did not believe me. My mother believed me. Um, but most of the people that I told the people that it affected most, um, of course it affected my mother, but the people that it affected most did not, uh, believe me. And it was devastating. It was absolutely devastating. Um, so walking through that at 14 years old was very, very hard. I had to, I actually told my friends first. And so they were like, Court, you need to tell your mom. Um, so walking through that was really tough. Um, I struggled with never enough or smart enough, even though I was on the academic team in high school. I, I just, I didn't need that to tell me why I was created, but at the time I thought I did. And I struggled with addiction and that may sound surprising, but if you're my family, you know what I'm talking about. I struggled with addiction to shopping and again, it might sound humorous, but it's funny to the family because they call me the family fashionista. Um, but it was a true vessel for Satan to get to me. It was, I don't even know if I should call addiction to shopping. It was more of like addiction to fashion because long story short, I was going to, um, after I graduated high school, I had submitted some sketches to a school in Miami. Um, it was a fashion school. I got accepted. They wanted to use my sketches in their fashion show. And so I was going to be a fashion designer, you guys. I had my, my life all planned out. Funny thing is now I understand why God did not have me in the fashion industry. And so 
Um, it is just amazing to turn full circle around and my dreams that have been in me ever since I was a little girl are happening right in front of me. Um, and I can talk about those shortly, but just all these struggles, um, there's so many more, trust me, there's so many more. These are just the ones that stuck out, um, when I sat down to pray over this episode. And, um, so, you know, the biggest one that I struggled with, uh, was being sexually abused. And that was because it was such a large portion of my life and it affected me so deeply in so many areas of my life to the point where about a year ago, I stopped saying out loud and kind of labeling, labeling myself as a big kid. And so I would always say I'm such a big kid, like literally recording a podcast in my closet right now. And I'm looking at a pair of vans that are Toy Story vans, y'all. If that tells you what kind of kid I am, I love kid stuff. I love cotton candy ice cream and sprinkles. But I kept labeling myself as this big kid. And when I started counseling um, back in 2018, um, I kind of rooted that uh, label back to being sexually abused because it happened to me when I was a child. And so the psychological things that kind of took place, my brain almost paused in that time. And so it doesn't matter who I'm around, I still struggle with it. I feel like I'm under authority. And so it's very hard uh, in that struggle. But let me tell you, God has worked through that struggle, that specific thing uh, in my life. I mean, wow. It is literally like a bucket of full of stuff. And God just looked down and put his hand in there and scooped every good thing out of that bad thing and he's using it and it is so cool to watch. I'm just honored that God has entrusted me with two little kiddos to watch over and to teach. Um and and I'll be honest, for the longest time when we uh found out about my first baby or our first child, we th- like I thought it was a girl. And when I found out it was a boy, I was like, um no it's not. But my husband was like, no, I'm pretty sure they were right at the doctor's office. But I thought God was going to give me a girl. And my husband said, well, God didn't want us to have a girl. So we're going to have a little boy and that's okay, right? He was so excited, but I was so confused. Even though I was excited, I was really confused. I thought that my purpose was to teach a little girl to have respect for herself and to be modest and to really pour her life uh, into God. Um, and so that she could speak up against, you know, people that abused other girls. And for whatever reason, God was like, Oh, no, 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 that's not it. And so he gave me a boy. And after I met this little boy for the first time, I realized that part of the reason why he wanted me to have a boy was because he wanted me to invest in this little boy a godly man. Um, and so it was, it was just really cool to see all that kind of come full circle through being saved at 16 years old and just diligently following God. Um, I have slid back millions of times because I didn't understand who God was. And for the longest time, I thought that was normal to, to like backslide. 
But God says that, you know, he does not like lukewarm Christians. He will spit you out of his mouth. And uh, it's kind of, you know, hot or cold. You pick your side. You're either going to follow God and you're going to abide in his word and you're going to do all the things that he's called you to do and just trust him fully and have faith. Or you're going to let Satan just destroy you and destroy your thoughts and your heart and your soul and you can become bitter and lose the sight of God. And so this testimony that I have, I'm sure I'm forgetting something very profound that God, you know, has done in my life. But this is what I've prayed over and this is what is on this episode. And so I hope it encourages someone that whoever, maybe you you don't know God yet. Maybe you want to know him or maybe you don't even believe in him, but you're curious what it's all about. Or maybe you have, I've met people who say they have a bad taste in their mouth of Christians and oh it breaks my heart because it's not about those Christians it's not about anybody but him it's all about him it always has been it always will be so I just want to invite you to let this episode encourage you you guys don't there are so many things that are not listed that are that are not included and so much brokenness there And still, I'm broken. But now, being saved, I have a God that walks me through everything that he has entrusted to me in my life. And that includes my salvation. He's entrusted that to me because it's a good deposit in my life. And so, I'm going to steward that well. And this testimony is part of that salvation. And I hope that this testimony encourages someone and touches someone so strongly that you see who God is. And, and I just, I invite you to, if you've never prayed anything uh, to God and you want to know him, I just pray over you and that I, I pray that you will invite him in your life. And maybe you'll say something like this, God, I don't, I don't know if you're there, I hope that you're there. And if you are there, God, reveal yourself to me. Reveal your love and your heart for me. Show me what having a heart for you and commitment looks like, God. I want to know you. I want to be uh, a daughter of you, God. And I, I, I'm so thankful for you, God, showing me who you are and please reveal me real reveal to me in any opportunity God that you see fit that I will accept who you are God I pray that you will come into my life as my Lord and Savior and help me and strengthen me to know who you are to follow you and abide in your word God I don't want to live for me anymore I don't want my heart anymore I want yours God I want only yours in Jesus name amen And so if you prayed that with me, I pray that, um, you know, you will see who God is. And if you have questions, y'all can always find me on Instagram at Entrusted and Co. Uh, I hope that you guys will rate and review this podcast as well. Um, But if you guys prayed that prayer, feel free to ask me questions if if you have any questions. But 
just talk to him. He, you're a daughter of him. He just wants to hang out with you. Just talk to him. Get to know who he is. Read his word. Um, and invite him in your, your life as your Lord and Savior, as your guide, your comforter, your joy, your peace, your strength. Um, that surpasses all understanding. Um, I pray that this episode encourages someone. And so I'm so excited to start recording more episodes uh, for you guys that, you know, it's all about what God has entrusted us with and um, guarding those good deposits. And uh, yeah, so this is my testimony and I will definitely be talking more about everything that I mentioned today in depth um, moving forward. So I hope y'all have a great day. Okay, guys, thank you so much for tuning in today uh, to the first ever podcast episode of Entrusted by Him podcast. I am so thankful for you, and I am praying over your hearts and your minds and your ears and just rebuking Satan out of your life, y'all. And um, if you wouldn't mind to just go rate and review, it would mean so much. And um, tune in next week for the next episode. I hope that you all have a blessed week.